0: Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials,
1: or its staff.
2: Main Menu Main Menu
0: Hello everyone and welcome to Main Menu for the week of January 23rd, 2015. This week we have another three segments for you. We'll conclude our presentation of This Year in Assistive Technology 2014 as we unveil item number one and take a look to what we might expect in 2015. Next. Have you heard about Be My Eyes? It's a revolutionary new application on the iPhone. And Darren Duff tells us all about it. And finally, have you ever been in a situation where you needed to record a demonstration of an application or your use of your iDevice? Well, if you have a Mac, then you can do this using QuickTime. And David Woodbridge tells us all about it. That's what's on Main Menu. For the week of January 23rd. Let's get started. one.
3: One of the things that you could do, though, if you're installing that brand new shiny operating system and there's no speech. Ha, that's never happened. No. Because you could use our number one story. If you hadn't figured it out by now, by far, I would say the second most requested app behind Bard was KNFB Reader and certainly – it had a legacy to live up to, especially Jay. You remember using the camera and the phone yep. with the tether back in the day? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. take thirty five pictures and both batteries are gone. Yeah, I remember that day. Fifteen hundred dollars down to one hundred dollars and now on hardware that you can buy at just about any Radio Shack Best Buy or Apple store. Gentlemen, who wants Radio to Shack? go first?
1: <laughs> Radio Shack. <laughs> yeah, there, wow.
3: There's there's a what now? <laughs> there, there, <there's> a, <laughs> that's a story too. But I, I, I'm a former TND employee. Don't right. get me started on that. I, I, that's all
1: another story. We still have um, a radio shack just down the road. So from the us. the discussion was, wow, ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, you know, wow, can't readers on the iPhone? But then, wow, will people really pay ninety nine bucks? And I think we found out. You know, largely the answer is yes. And so, and it, for one, looking at AT developers and people who want to create apps if you can create a truly awesome game-changing app for iPhone especially, because iPhone is the dominant platform for uh, mobile, for the blind, if you can create that, then you can charge a little bit for it and get away with it. Now, we don't have sales numbers, but we know a lot of people have bought this thing. and I I you know, Half for, the people a, on
3: Twitter who said they weren't going to buy it
1: But a lot of them have i mean you you can and there's things that you can do there's been sales you can get itunes uh, gift cards a lot of times for twenty dollars off so there are ways and blind bargains post them every so often that you can get a little bit off the the knfb reader app but it's not just uh, your father's ocr app it's you know you take a picture and most times it's going to come back in two to three seconds that's way faster than anything else and way more accurate than just about anything else out there and you know, if you're in a situation where you need to le- read a lot of print, or even just sometimes, it it is a game changer app. To be fair, though, and, and I did buy the app, and I think it's amazing. But I I think that
0: people saying that they weren't sure they were going to buy it was because one, they looked at what other apps did, like Prismo, you know, and all these other OCR apps, which you know they're good, but the quality that you would get back was not necessarily the best, and so so people were saying. Well, heck, I paid ten dollars for Prismo, and well, you know it's okay, but it doesn't really give me really good quality, so why should I spend ten times that amount? so I think it took a while for you know people to put up podcasts and put up stuff to to show exactly how good it was for then people to go, okay, I believe now and and so it just took two or three months of of people letting others be the guinea pig and you know, now no, there's no demo. Everybody has it.
4: <laughs> that's that's a point. Is is that there was no demo, and I think the explanation that it couldn't be done because Apple had some restrictions. I mean, there were people that came back and said, "Okay, surely there's something you could do, like tap, tap, see, where you could take X number of of scans." Um, I haven't purchased it yet, but it's not, but out of any reservations, I just haven't. But I I plan to very very soon. Um, but I, I do think if there was any way. Uh, especially in the beginning stages, maybe the people could have tried it out, then there may have be been even a little quicker adoption among some people. Because it is, it's not throwaway money. It's not yeah. going to break the bank, but it's not uh, that impulse dollar ninety nine purchase either. So, well, yeah. it,
3: it's 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 also hard to develop two apps in concurrence, and that's come from developers who've done the free version plus the paid version. They're two separate code bases in some cases, and they're doing twice the amount of work and certainly twice the amount of submissions to the app store and yada, yada, yada. And you could make a mistake on one. And I I get what people are saying in that regard, but also how much of it guys was bleo that Uh, was holding people back.
0: Yeah. It wasn't that. It wasn't that for me. It was the, it was what did we see in the past from what the camera and iOS could accomplish. It wasn't so much that, I don't believe in these guys of, of and the old developing Nokia a product.
1: good app but not not nearly as fast 10-15 seconds maybe for you know for pictures so if you're thinking it's taking it's going to take that long and the results are going to be decent but not great if you're basing off that that's another thing too it's there's a lot, a lot of
3: people now. who would say that uh what you were talking about earlier with looktel you know the, I want a mainstream thing i don't want I don't want a blindy thing I don't want anything i I won't use any apps that use the word blind in them you know on and on and on um there's some people who just are out to get this industry uh I don't completely understand that philosophy but seeing the user interface when jim gashel and and hi demonstrated it to Ricky and I in July, I was a a believer because it was simple. It was easy. It was great for people who were new to technology. It was another one of those opening the door apps that we were talking about earlier in the show. It just made a lot more sense. And I think that was part of what I liked about it was that they had looked at the competition and said, you know, the experience, the user experience that we want, that we believe targets our community better. We think we can achieve that. And I think that's what they did. And I, I, I'm extremely thrilled with what they did and uh, was pulling for them from convention onwards that I, I I figured it was going to work out really, really well. And certainly having more flexibility in iOS 8, and here's another one of the positives to our number um, five story, is that they have more control of the camera than they would mm-hmm. have had before. That was the reason why there was a delay, so they could take advantage of the power of the Apple cameras. And that probably allowed them to have it on more older devices than they had announced initially uh, because of iOS 8. So I think this is one of our best success stories of 2014, the underdog coming through.
1: Yeah. You know, there, there are some there's some situations where the mainstream apps just don't, yeah, it would be cool to have a mainstream app that does it. Voice stream is a cool app that has lots of blind users, but it is also an app that others can use as well. But sometimes in OCR and GPS, I think are the two that jump out right away. Where we have specific needs that a mainstream app generally isn't going to cover, and a good mainstream GPS app costs sixty seventy eighty bucks, no different than what Sendero charges you know good some good business apps out there on the iPhone are costing ninety nine dollars or more. I think developers are now starting to realize that hey there is a market for twenty dollar apps, thirty dollar apps, hundred dollar apps. Because people are willing to pay a little more, you know, as they're actually, you know, back to the conversation about trying to replace your computer with your phone. You know, if you had the ultimate word processor, for instance, and it worked well, you'd pay a little bit for that, right? I mean, it's the same thing with this. Well, but I think the difference
0: between Sendero and and KNFB Reader is that KNFB Reader is a one time $100 purchase, whereas you're paying yearly for, you know, Sendero GPS. And that's why... And then they came out with that three hundred dollar purchase thing, right. where you could buy it one time. For agencies, that's mostly, still yeah. way too hot. That's really expensive.
3: Uh, but you know, compared to governmental purchases of nine hundred dollar hammers, no, I understand.
0: Really- no, for for the market that it's intended for, it's it's a walk in the park. It's nothing. But for the consumer, it's still really, really expensive, and that's that's I think unfortunate. I'd rather see them say, okay, you buy the base product for $50 and then we're going to ding you every year for map updates.
3: I guess – I don't know what their licensing deal is for that technology. Yeah, see, I think I, that's the I think issue. that's part of the problem is rolling your own versus choosing a license under somebody. That happens yeah, with voices. Yeah, that's probably what their – yeah, Voices a is a issues. thing.
1: OCR yeah. engines is a thing. You know, yeah. GPS maps. Yeah. You have
3: some built-in costs up front that you have yeah. to either eat or let go. Jeff, you, you also see it from an education standpoint where communication software, like communication boards and stuff, are way more expensive. Way more expensive. Than, yeah, so I think again, this is one of those it it, it hits the community because it's something we know. But right. when you get into autism or yeah, no, no, motor impairment or other things, those it's apps cheap. are two hundred ninety nine and up. Yeah. And that too is a market situation. There is yep. a limited number of users. You know the the Bard mobile apps numbers came out this year, and the number of users who use Bard mobile is shockingly low in my mind compared
0: to the number of people who that use me. the service. That shocked me, actually.
3: So let's just hypotheticalize, and we're going to talk in generalities here uh, for the users that are listening to this podcast. If there are 10,000 people using Bard Mobile, and if you could get them to buy that app at 99 cents, and if you can swallow the 30% you're going to give Apple, that money that you made barely covers half a developer. That's just putting the app out. That's not doing any updates or having to do things like in February, uh, your app has to be 64-bit to stay in the iOS app store. That's just not a lot of money. And that is the kind of things that developers are forced to deal with, whether it's for our community or others. Certainly in the gaming space, it's even worse because you could spend – Two years on a game, release it and then kaput. You know, uh, look at look at Solera. When was the last time we saw an update
0: to those and guys? Even, oh, had, don't make me cry, Joe.
1: <laughs> 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 even and even with KNFB and and Sendero, I mean, Sendero had to pull C I in to get some funding. KNFB had to get some funding from from yeah. NFB and who wherever else. I mean, these are not self sustaining things. And you know, and that that's just, that's just where we are. You know, there's only so many blind iPhone users out there, and. You know, you 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 do have to think about that when you're developing apps and you know, you maybe get you know, either get grant money. Look tell I talked about kind of going that route and well of course they haven't done much lately. So a lot of saw think that about. in
3: Android. A lot of Android uh, is either crowd crowdfunded or grant funded. There's a lot of apps in the Android ecosystem that have gone that direct way. I, I think again, we're we're looking at something where it sounds great on paper, and yes, everybody and, and their dog is using it. Uh, but there, again, it's still a number of people out there, like we had talked about with the eye bill. That was a great deal for Orbits because there's a far number, a far larger number of people who are going to be not technically literate to to do this thing versus those who are going to be able to a afford a cellular plan, b afford data, or you know that's why a lot of people were saying please make this work with iPods. Because I, don't, I, I can't afford an iPhone. And certainly outside the United States, they've got to move towards Android uh, if they want to release KNFB Reader on anything outside the United States. Because iPhones, Russia just came back online, 35% upgrade on iPhone prices. It is a, a luxury item in India. So there is a lot to be said. Again, uh, I hate to do this, but we have this with print and books and a lot of things. America is very lucky and that we're able to have a lot of access to these devices at the rates that we have them at.
0: I think it's safe to say that KNFB reader is one of those must have apps if you purchase a an I think.
3: Yeah. But what's left Jeff? If if Bard is out now and KNFB reader took that mantle when Bard came out. What's left?
0: Well, I think I think the only thing that's left now is a more competitively priced GPS product that is more consumer friendly for us. Um, More well, than a note-taking app, because that's always what people have said: is 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 I want keys off for iPhone. Well, yeah, no, besides iPhone. note-taking, yeah, I mean that's that's we talked about that already. But as far as I look at the note-taking thing, as that has to be baked into the operating system, that has to come with it. So, but it, no, I think I think the next thing is going to be who's going look, to step up and really well, produce a GPS product.
1: Looking at APH's annual report, uh, the latest one, they are it's at least now mentioned before where they were steering clear of it. Now they're uh, at least pondering uh, nearby explorer for iOS. So, now see, now see that would that would be amazing. And, I mean,
0: yeah, yeah I still, I've, I've that said that before is, that that's, is awesome for that's, Android. That's great, if you, it, yeah, it's yeah. a
1: great GPS program.
0: And there's no reason why you know they couldn't outsource the development and drive the innovation of that to make it exactly the same as they have on Android. And I'm telling you something right now, Cinderella <laughs> would be in trouble. That would kill the Seeing Eye product. I think.
3: Jamie, same question. What what's missing now? You've got Bard, you've got KNFB. What what's missing on the iPhone?
4: I honestly can't think of anything, and that's a strange position for me to be in because I'm usually wanting something. Uh, but I think that that's a good question. I mean, um, you know, I, I read an article I think it was yesterday about uh, screen readers and innovation and and what really you know all these cool new features like, well, I don't know. Uh, you know, OCR or the search thing or all these different things. And, and maybe we just need to work on better web support. I mean, it kind of depends on who you are and what you want, I guess. But I think it's getting harder and harder to answer that question because I think we really are – I'm not saying we've arrived by any means, but as far as the thing that's going to really get people's blood pumping. But I mean, it's interesting that – Victor Reader Stream didn't make the list this year. It was in our choices. But I mean, again, I think that's another proof that hardware is not dead. Uh, when that came out, I think it may have been last year, we talked about it and I said, man, they're going to have a tough sell. How in the world are they ever going to sell
1: yeah. Victor Reader Stream? And then the Bard app comes they, out. And
4: then the Bard app, <laughs> yeah. They, they but, sure did though. But man, wow. did they ever. they, they it's yeah. still a viable, relevant I.I. You just had it. it in
1: your top 10, but that's it. It was way down the list. Yeah.
4: But I mean I, I, think, yeah. it's, uh, I think it's – I think that's probably the, the question to ponder is is what really does need to be. I, I agree. I agree that GPS is probably the – the more competitive GPS is probably the big one right now.
1: You know?
3: Mr. Medoff, same question. Ideas?
1: I don't think we know what it's going to be. I, I, I want to see some of these next generation things that have been talked about for years and years. I'm not sure if they're going to make money, but I want to see better – uh, real-time object recognition face recognition um, Stuff indoors, that Google's doing indoor GPS I want to yeah. see where that goes um, mm-hmm. you know some of these more more innovative things and then also there's a lot of opportunities I think with connected hardware and devices and of course you know a lot of that's mainstream and that's cool as long as we make sure it's also accessible uh, for us I really want to see where the the connected home goes in in the next year and kind of follow its process and that's something I've we're doing as a company anyway so it's, it's kind of a fun thing to uh to follow uh that path i mean outside of word processing and gps that would need yeah. to be there you know yeah, and, and starting maybe you, that's yeah.
3: maybe that's 2015 maybe that's more health kit more home kit yeah. you know maybe those kinds of things uh i know ricky is using uh, the time warner app to activate the dvr and record things or launch things from her phone on television, and Jay, you've talked about Comcast. Yep,
1: that was in um, last I mean, year's so list, and it probably is going yeah. to probably end up again next year because now that it's just going live. And absolutely. Yep.
0: Yeah. If they only did so that a they, month ago, it would have been in the top ten. I think.
1: Yeah, it was in the it was yeah. in the twenty thirteen list because it was just coming, but we didn't even have a demo at that point. No, um, and go out and uh, Liam has a, a blog on that, and we'll link to that. You know, you can go yeah. check that out. There's a link to it on Blind Bargain, He's Putting so. up podcasts and stuff. Too. Yeah. yeah, what does the yeah. box say? <laughs> yeah, well, I, love <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's great and, and, stuff. And
3: I think that's that's where we are now. Is that content and and how much we consume content or how we consume content certainly there is more entertainment more information more things that we could possibly consume in a lifetime you know uh i think that's where and and we'll move this discussion into 2015 again uh what do we think what do we see uh what i'm hoping for in 2015 is daredevil on netflix audio described that's a comic book character who's blind (laughs) yes I would very much – it just wrapped production at the time that we're recording this. I would very much like to see Netflix start that ball rolling on mainstream accessible audio description. Certainly, uh, Jamie, you were talking about that. You've seen it on uh, an option on Apple TV recently. Yeah, absolutely.
4: It's right there. Yeah. Uh, they've they got the little toggle. You can prefer uh, they call it video description, which I guess is probably a better term. Uh, a description on Apple TV or iOS eight. And so I jokingly say, I doubt seriously that they put that option in there just because they didn't have anything better to do on any given day. So there's
0: probably a reason it's there. yeah, why isn't it there? It, I mean, yeah. you know they have some content Something. that's audio described in iTunes. Why not start look at, using? Look that? at the
3: BBC iPlayer. I mean, they have an entire section dedicated to it. Yeah. That that makes me jealous. Is all cut out for those of you who are listening in the UK. Yes. Um, hi, Steve. Dot. Um, there is a <laughs> lot of of stuff there that. My gosh, it's already done. Well, this, it, it's it, you don't have to go and give me the excuse of well, we have to go and record it and then we have to add it in. I've listened to some horrible video description on <laughs> TNT recently and TBS, mm. and while it's not the best line reads, you know what? It, it's at least something, and I'll take that versus nothing. Yep.
4: How about you acapella, know? James? <laughs> he, can, he can do it which voice the android which voice maybe doing description yeah, there, oh yeah no but than seriously you, I mean synthetic, synthesized cries. speech isn't that bad these days if you want to talk
0: about no it's not acceptable, acceptable. Yeah, it's very strange enough. to <laughs> hear
3: it at, at at um airports or in bus terminals or stuff because yeah. you you're like wait a minute that's a voice I'm familiar with that's yeah. Tom James is amazing yeah. I love yeah. it well, and, and that's a hardware thing, too. You know, the hardware gets better, and we're back to yep. Alex in iOS 8 being a great thing for some people, because it's that human voice.
1: He's great. I like Alex. He's a little out of breath,
3: but other than that, he's always hey. running, you know? <laughs> yes. um, so, I mean, uh, we're moving for the work. health kit app. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 28 steps, Ed. <gasps> <laughs> <gasps> yeah. Your
4: pulse is too high. <laughs> <laughs> So is mine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Your
3: pulse is busy.
4: Yeah. Pulse busy. Busy. <laughs> busy. <laughs>
1: pulse. Left pressure. Busy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Yeah. 2015, for me, the year of the accessible home appliances, and this starts with Comcast, which we just mentioned. So the Comcast TV is going to get a lot of press as it expands, and probably some other cable companies, as the implementation starts to happen for the uh, Communications Video Accessibility Act, of course it's going to happen slower than it's supposed to, but as it starts to, the other cable companies are going to see this, and of course they'll probably just pay Comcast some money and, and get the same, you know, especially Charter and some of the others who use the same boxes, they'll just you know, borrow Comcast uh, thing. But then that's TV's become more accessible. Um, I think this might be the year that one of the other, we have accessibility for Google Chromecast, which is the set top uh, stick. But, uh, you know, perhaps we have Roku <laughs> or. Player. Yeah, you know, Roku are one of them. I can see them jumping into it. They're going to have to at some point. It's a part of the law. Um, more of this kitchen stuff is becoming accessible through the iPhone. So I mean, it's, it's the year, I think, of the accessible appliance, whether it is built into the actual appliances or entertainment or whether it comes through uh, the iPhone or Android. Well, not only that, but the, the Nest is now accessible, too, using the uh, Google app. Whoa, whoa, whoa! The voice—you can do voice commands. The set. True, up, there's still true. a lot of uh, yeah. This, I mean, unless they've changed it, this, you can't independently set it up, and you can't do a lot of the other cool no, things that's true. In this. No, but you can do. Yeah, you're right. You can, you can control yeah, it. You can do some now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Google Voice,
0: which is, and Google which now is still probably better than you know some of the options that are that are out there. Say it. Home Depot and stuff like. That. I mean, there's there's definitely stuff out there. That I've you heard can some reports. That's something we'll have
1: to look at going forward. Um, you know, sometimes it's 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 hard with these mainstream products. You know, we you know, either you get the companies to give you a demo, or you got to go out and buy them all. We don't know if they're accessible. Right. Sometimes right. they just are. And and who
0: knows yeah. what you know when they come out with model B, which is exact looks exactly the same, but did they break it? You know, kind of right. stuff. Right. Yeah.
3: Or we released that in this version or this country. Uh, the firmware was different over here with this yeah. one. Um,
0: the Panasonic
1: TVs work in the, uh, you know, Europe and stuff, and then here, no. Yeah. I think next yeah. year we're going to see more
0: in the map space too, both on Android and iOS. I think we'll see more innovation in that area. There's
3: so much telemetry coming in from these newer devices. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the chips inside the iPhone that's that's checking out uh, how you're Hi holding beacon. it and. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in fact, Apple did a patent just recently to kind of sort of try and land your phone the right side up if it's yeah. falling. Cat-proof. Uh, there, there, there's all sorts of stuff in there that they've been <laughs> doing with audio and mics to to get an idea of your spaces, knowing if you're going up an incline. Uh, Google, of course, has been doing a lot with already with shopping malls this year. Yep. Uh, so it knows that you've walked into the mall. Um, Google now is incredibly scary. If you give it more access, which yeah. I, I do, to know things about what you're doing, and you know, giving you an idea that you've walked into this building. Well, I know that you go to Coldstone Creamery a lot, so here, here, here you are, and here's their specials because I know you've walked into the mall, and you almost always walk past Coldstone Creamery. It, it, and now I'm going to tell health and then health will tell your doctor no i'm kidding yeah. um there's a lot of big brother That's, happening you yeah, know that you're and, not
0: kidding actually Actually, then no, I'm not. Yeah. I, no, I'm <laughs> yeah. not. Um,
3: and I yeah. think that's why you're seeing California start to do data limitation laws. Yeah. Uh, they are very, very concerned. And of course, that's Silicon Valley uh, especially. But there's a lot of advantages to that. Certainly, we've seen uh, the glucose stuff uh, for diabetics and, and health kit. That will be a good thing once when it's kind of ironed out. There's some yeah, issues it and it's, it's first gen. Uh, Google was talking about doing the same thing with contact lenses. You know, there's a lot He's of amazing l- stuff. We're l- all this happen.
1: together. We notice your blood sugar is low. We've sent Uber to bring some candy bars to you. We've yes, been here exactly. for six minutes. Just, yeah, yep. <laughs> you know, or It'll Amazon uh, in New
3: York where you can get it in an hour because they instituted one-hour delivery. Th- th- there's that old Simpsons joke: "This cooks your potato in three seconds," but I don't have three seconds. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you we're definitely seeing that with Amazon, where where they want to bring drones to your house, which I'm yeah, that kind of scares um, yeah, me actually. Yeah, too. That worries
0: yeah, worries me. Yeah, worries me a little yeah. bit.
3: <laughs> Yeah, technology is, is not your friend. Uh, Jamie, 2015, what do you think?
4: Someone says it every year, and this year I have story number six to back it up a little bit. And that is a breakthrough in Braille display technology that really will continue to bring the price down. And for those who aren't Yay. like following along as closely as we on the team are, story number six is the Braille, the Braille um, Lego uh, embosser, uh, Shubha Banerjee. Yeah. So I, I hope that we really do
1: see – I hope you're right. I really do. I, yeah. Orbit Research is thrown in a whole bunch of money. National Braille Press has been exploring this for a while. NFB has a whole bunch of stories. And yeah. I, I, I hope still,
3: you're right. Even, yeah. even NLS was saying uh, if books are all accessible and stuff, what are we good for? How about handing out Braille displays? I mean I remember that conversation at ACB in 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are – A lot of of companies that are going to have to rethink themselves and uh, adapt themselves to the new era. And and whether that be government services or radio reading services who are seeing it from NFB Newsline, seeing it from Audible, seeing it from BARD, you know, there's a lot of traditional tools that we've become accustomed to that are just disappearing. And there's a lot of opportunity and there'll be a lot of uh, people getting used to things and, and exchanging things on a new level. Along that spirit, you might recognize some voices on this particular podcast that you might have heard elsewhere. Uh, in 2015, JJ and I are going to do some uh, really crazy things. And uh, we hope you stick around on this RSS feed and uh, play along with us. And you can find out the latest information about what that might be by going to blindbargains.com, following blindbargains at at Blind Bargains and, of course, all the AT Guys properties. Be sure to follow along at ATGuys.com for the latest of stuff that's available that you may hear from Mr. Metaw. I'll Um, tell you one thing uh,
1: uh, hmm, that uh, that? is happening Uh because I first am going to uh, to CSUN and that's happening and actually doing a presentation there for once. Um, I'm also going back to Orlando in January for ATIA, so we will have uh, double the podcast coverage and uh, we'll be at uh, ATIA in Orlando and when I'm not in the swimming pool, uh, we might uh, get some coverage from there as well. So,
3: go back to Cali and Orlando.
1: You know, anyone who hasn't checked it out, Blind Bargains has an awesome app
4: that you they need do. to download and take mm-hmm. a look mm-hmm. at. The audio is right there, and some really cool deals that you can take advantage of. So go go grab their app for uh, iOS
0: and uh, and Android. And Android. What are you presenting at C JJ?
1: So uh, I am collaborating with uh, Tedrick of Intuit, actually, talking about uh, tools for small businesses and how they really, you know, you have Apple for iOS apps, but there really isn't a lot of resources for someone who is blind that wants us to start a small business and what's accessible, what's not, what needs to be worked on. So we're oh, going to explore great. that topic and perhaps create a resource.
0: That's great. We'll look forward to maybe uh, hearing some snippets from that from
1: uh, CSUN. Jeff, may menu, you. Uh, it yeah, Main Menu, we're, uh,
0: we're, we're doing really well and uh, we're uh, producing lots of great content and we've had a number of team changes this year but uh, things are going real strong there and so stay tuned for that. At, 15
1: uh, years for ACB Radio, that's amazing. Yeah, in this pretty space. amazing that's stuff. That's great, yeah. yes.
0: MainMenu.acbradio.org and uh, you can reach us at menu at acbradio.org as well. So It was interesting here happy hearing happy in the first anything. show. Yes, yes. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: and, and it was great to have Jonathan Mosen do a show on acb radio interactive just a few weeks ago that was really a lot of fun and i was really happy that he came and and, and did that for us it was a, a, a real joy to hear his him little there.
1: history thing was interesting too yes
0: yeah, you, absolutely. You was, i was about to bring and, that
3: up I'm, I'm looking forward to reading that i was a huge fan of, of the show back in the day as well as of course jeff and jamie being former hosts who i listened to for for many i was on interactive was a, for a
5: bit as well yeah was, yeah, yeah. yeah yep
3: it was, it, it was a big thrill to be interviewed uh, for that and to work with Chase, uh, who is growing up right before our yes eyes. Um,
0: <laughs> that, that guy is pretty amazing stuff. And, and he, he is one that we will hear from again yeah. at some point Agreed. in time. Absolutely. Um, Agreed. Uh, just an, an absolute amazing giant of a, of a young man. And uh, he will go far in whatever he chooses to do. He's, uh, he's going into music. Something that yes. Jamie knows quite a bit about. And so. Yes,
4: he and I are actually going to uh, chat about that just a little bit. I need to respond to an email that he sent me recently and uh, we need to talk about that a little bit. So.
0: Yeah. So, uh, you know, and, and I don't think that he'll get out of the whole tech thing either. I think he'll continue to do something in that space eventually. Mm-hmm. Probably not right now, just because he's working on his career goals and all of that. Yeah. But I, I don't think that we're, you know, you'll see him at SeaSun eventually, I think, at some point. Mm.
5: Yeah,
3: Agreed. Jamie, people can find you at uh, Jamie Pauls at Jamie Pauls on Twitter um, That is you correct You're just uh, <laughs> uh, walking the earth at the moment if I uh, could say so and, I uh, am,
4: I am tossing some things around, Gonna going to uh gonna play with some ideas. So um you'll hear more from me in the future. Also if you want to follow me on Facebook, you can certainly do that. I uh I'm not the most prolific Facebook person, but my uh my goal or my New Year's resolution for twenty fifteen is to actually do a few more meaningful Facebook and Twitter posts. So not just silliness and do you not just Facebook dice words. No, it, it's just my it's just my my oh, personal feed. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I I might think about the page at some point, but probably not not right away. That's that's how you get a hold of me.
3: Yeah, there's a lot of personal projects that we've had lying around that we haven't had a chance to play with, but all of a sudden have a lot of free time to do so. so um, right. Are you going to resurrect
1: you. the blog, Joe?
3: You know, I, I, I've thought about that. That blog existed uh, back in the
1: day. In the, it's uh, one of the first. Apps. Apps. It before yeah. Blind bargains. yeah, it was way back yeah, when.
3: I, I, I We just talked about Chase graduating, so that makes me feel old. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> You know, there's Stuff that you and I are talking about and, and stuff that I, I've got going on the side, um, I'm extremely thrilled to have so many opportunities ahead of me. I do want to take some time and thank everybody who reached out to Jamie and I and Ricky and Lisa and Buddy and Richard. I was Literally, in tears behind the keyboard, I, it was so it was it was very, very touching and it was fantastic to see and so many people came walking up to all of us with offers and ideas that it was just overwhelming the community support and how people felt yeah. um, so I, I worked for 15 years in a row with very few vacations and from one job to the next, uh, just walked out one day and came to the next one the next day as the opportunities arose. So I've been taking some time off to just sleep, uh, <laughs> to sleep. To, uh, to just catch up on <laughs> family and friends and uh, but but uh, I am I am extremely thrilled for 2015. Hey, if you guys uh, need
1: something done, I mean, it, for those of you listening, they might they might need some some great people. I mean, I'm, I, I know Joe and JB, I'm sure, and the others are probably uh, be happy to talk to you. You mm. bet. Reach out to them. Absolutely. Absolutely.
3: Absolutely. Um, the, Lots we, of talent we, there. We, we, we did a lot of, uh, reading, writing, recording, uh, manual, testing, QA. Yeah. There's a lot just all, <laughs> all, all wrapped up in one, but definitely, uh, something that 2015 is looking forward to is just opportunities and, and, uh, 30th anniversary of CSUN, uh, 75th ACB. Uh, no, excuse me excuse NFB. me oh, 75th nfb, NFB? NFB. <laughs> 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 oh, sorry sorry um getting to the end of a podcast um 75th nfb in orlando acb in dallas, dallas you know Jamie. Yes.
1: Uh, yeah. the same I, week I, next I, year this year uh,
3: i think that's going to be oh, really interesting, interesting. I, I think we should do something at, in dallas i think there should be things done in i'm dallas. up for
0: that I think uh, we can make th-
3: something th- I happen. I think we should do something.
1: Or I else. should be there. Do I, uh, uh sort of like a remote deal where it's like you get both rooms to get it <laughs> connected somehow. Yeah. That would be uh, competitive yeah. streams too. This will be interesting. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. yeah.
3: So none of this can be done without you, the very listener who makes it all possible. Please tell your friends about this audio. And I've given a lot of credit to a lot of people, but I could not, could not forget someone who is very good at making me sound a lot better. In fact, uh, with something as, as simple as this, Mr. Patrick Purdue, audio extraordinaire. If you've had some ideas that uh, we didn't talk about, be sure to put it in the comment section there on the article at blindbargains.com. Reach out to us on Twitter, of course, uh, and also just pass it around let your friends know. And if you're interested in more audio like this, tell them to grab onto that RSS feed and listen because there is so much more to come in 2015. Gentlemen, every year I say this and every year I can't be even more sincere about this. It has been a pleasure to do this show with you guys once again and I really do appreciate it. Follow me on Ranger Station at Ranger Station on Twitter if you want to reach to me personally and uh, for 2015 I think we are in for a lot of change and a lot of interest but you can find out more about it by staying here with Blind Bargains Audio for Android or iOS as Jamie said earlier. Thank you, everyone. Have a merry, happy new year, and all the best to you and yours. For the entire team, we thank you very much for listening.
2: This has been another Blind Bargains audio podcast. Visit blindbargains.com for the latest deals, news, and exclusive content. This podcast may not be retransmitted, sold, or reproduced without the express written permission of AT Guys.
6: Copyright 2015.
7: Hello everybody, it's Darren Duff, and today I want to talk about the Be My Eyes app for the iPhone. So what is Be My Eyes? Be My Eyes is much like VizWiz, Omobi, TapTapSee. It is a visual recognition app, but what sets it apart from others is once you are connected, you are on a live camera feed with a sighted person that can see... What's going on on your side of the camera and can access the microphone, and you can talk to this person and you can show them an object and they can identify it, or you can have them read some material for you, or I mean, there's a million different ways you could use this app. So that's what makes it different. Basically, when you launch the app, there are two buttons once you sign in, and I'll explain more about that in a minute. There is a I am sighted button, and there is a I am blind button. If you choose the I am sighted button, which of course you wouldn't want to do unless you were sighted, you're placed, to the best of my understanding, you are placed in a queue or waiting list. When a blind person sends out a request to want to make a connection, the call is routed from caller to caller until someone accepts the call, at which point the app will connect you to the other person using the app. The camera goes live. The microphone is on. You can talk to them, they can talk to you, and they can see your rear-facing camera on the iPhone. So the idea is you point the phone at what you want to identify or what you want read or whatever, and you ask them what you want, and they tell you. So it's a neat concept. So what I want to do without any further ado and rambling is go ahead and get into the demonstration of this app, and then I want to come back and make some comments as to why it's a good thing and why I think it's not a good thing. basically. Just my thoughts. So let's go ahead with the demonstration. When you initially launch the app, uh, it gives you a disclaimer uh, that that says uh, you can't show things like nudity, you can't show sexually sexually explicit content, you can't show. Uh, personal information like credit cards. I mean, they have to have something to insure themselves from that type of thing because somebody's going to do it. I've heard of people doing that with other apps, and that's just royally stupid. I don't know why you'd want to abuse something like that. But let's see if we can. Uh,
2: settings button. Connect to
7: first available helper. Connect to first available helper. Let me show you what the settings look like.
2: Settings button. Back button. Settings Heading. First name. Darren.
7: Text field. So there's a spot for your First name. Your
2: name. Text field. Last name. Email. Text field.
7: Now I don't know why they would need to know your email. I hope they don't send that to the cited person. I don't know for sure. If they do, I don't personally mind. I can block anyone that has my email. So I'm not too concerned about that. Languages. English.
2: Add languages. Button. Give feedback on the app button. Empty list. Log out button. Version one point
7: two forty five. So there's all that fun stuff, Sarah. So let's go back. Back button.
2: Settings. button connect to first available helper.
7: and we'll connect to the first available help helper and see if we can get some help
2: creating request in progress
7: okay now it actually said connecting to servers now it says waiting for other part so we're currently waiting For someone to pick up, and you get these nice little tones when you're waiting on someone to pick up. Nice little. Okay. Hey. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? Very good. Uh, Need to identify a package, but I want to get your permission and let you know that I'm actually recording this for a podcast. Do you mind if I feature this recording on on a podcast? Uh, No worries. Very good. Okay, so the camera's actually live now, correct? Yes. Okay, so I'm gonna hold this thing up. Would you please tell me what this is? I have no idea what this is. Uh, Pez. Oh, it's a Pez package. Yeah. <laughs> okay, very good, very good. All right, well, um, uh, may I ask you how many calls? How how new are you at this? Have you been doing this for a while? Uh, I just signed up today. Yours is the first call. Hey, very cool. Well, well, you too. You're the first one for me. So thanks for the help. No worries. All right, uh, have a good one, love. my friend. Yeah. All right, bye bye. Okay, so we choose disconnect We choose disconnect and uh, we're good. so we found out that that is actually a, a package of of pezs um, it look I guess it's a refill. <laughs> Amy got a pez machine and uh, this appears to be a refill for that. So there you go. I should have asked him to read some writing on it, but that is very cool. Um, didn't ask him his name or where he's from. I didn't feel that, that was, that was uh, appropriate. So what we've got here, and this is kind of distorted because it's coming through my speakerphone. We hope you receive it, hope you Let me turn it down and what you get is a dialogue that says
2: done. We, hope you it, hope you
7: we hope you receive the help you requested. I'm repeating it just in case you can't understand it. Done button. And there's a done button. Report button. There's a report button. Alright, let's see what the report button does. So I'm going to double tap on that
2: abuse.
7: Okay, so we can report abuse. Very good to have that there. Choose a reason. Choose a reason. The person did not want to help. Button. The person did not want to help. The helper acted inappropriate. Button. Helper acted inappropriate? The reason is not listed. Button. Reason is not listed. Report abuse. And it says report abuse again. Skip. Skip. Okay.
6: Report abuse.
2: Choose a reason. The first per- the report abuse skip. Connect to first available helper. Button.
7: Okay, so now we come back to the Settings. okay now the only downside is once you have done this when the application is still launched, it appears that audio is affected uh, with voiceover in the same way it would be with a phone call I'm guessing it does not release the microphone so I'm guessing the microphone is still open, and I'm guessing it's the microphone um, above the front camera is 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 what it's using i'm I'm, I'm I'm guessing. Settings so, I'm going to actually uh, disconnect. I'm sorry. App switcher. Okay, I went to the app switcher Beat my eyes. and I'm okay. going to close the app. And when I close it Home. App switcher. My eyes. audio goes back to normal. Okay, now that we have the demonstration out of the way, here are my thoughts. Right now, the app is only available for the iPhone, so I don't really understand how this is any different or better than a FaceTime call. Um, I would think a FaceTime call would be more encrypted. Uh, I would think with a FaceTime call, if you're calling a good, trusted friend or family member, you can have them read things like credit cards and other personal information that you wouldn't want just any Yahoo out there on the internet looking at. But I guess where this application shines is you might not have anyone that you can FaceTime. Now, FaceTime, if they answer the call, is pretty much instantaneously, assuming you both have good connections and all that. And if they don't answer the call, you usually don't have to wait that long. So it's similar to FaceTime in a lot of respects, except... uh, They can see what's going on in your camera, but you can't see what's going on on their end, which is understandable because you are hopefully a blind person. Now, they do give you a nice little disclaimer in the beginning, which you heard about, and they do give you the ability to report the person so you can report abuse because that's bound to happen. I don't know how I feel about just any creepy Joe out there looking at my stuff, so be sensible when you use the app and, uh, Try to use some common sense. Don't show anything that is personal, such as a credit card. If you do, you're just plain stupid. So don't do that. That's bad. The first time I tried to make this recording, I held for about five minutes, and no one picked up the call. So, and there's my iPhone going off, sorry about that, but I tried to make a call, and I got the little tones for about five minutes. I mean, I held for five minutes, and I was like, okay, this is crap. It's not working. So I disconnected the app and tried it again with this recording, and it was successful. And the person did mention that they didn't mind me using this for a podcast. And it was cool because I was his uh, first—we were both trial runs for each other. I was his first contact, and he was mine. So that was kind of cool. I didn't ask him where he was from or anything like that because I didn't want to—you know, I didn't feel that was appropriate. But it was pretty neat. Was it successful? Absolutely. We now know that we have a refill Pez package for Amy's Pez machine that she got for Christmas. Oh boy. So yeah, I think it's a neat app. I think it has its place. I uh, don't like the fact that it doesn't release the microphone. It doesn't release the speakerphone um, after the call has ended. VoiceOver sounds like it typically does when you're on a phone call. The quality has dropped tremendously. And therefore, it's more difficult or could potentially be more difficult for some folks that have hearing loss to access the report button or other uh, dialogues that may pop up after the conversation because it's all muffled. VoiceOver goes all 8K and bad. And uh, you the only way you can release that is to close the app. The other weird thing that I experienced, and you may or may not have noticed this, when the app had put out a request and I was waiting for someone to pick up, it automatically went to the earpiece. And I had to do the standard thing where you hold the phone up to your and pull it away to get it to go to speaker. I don't know why you would want it to go to earpiece, because more than likely you're not going to be holding the phone up like you're making a phone call because you're going to be trying to angle the camera to get the best angle to show what you're trying to display to the person. Now granted this is the first version and I'm sure they've done some beta testing. So Would I give it five stars? Eh, probably not. Would I give it three? Yeah, probably, if I were rating this. But I wanted you to hear what it sounds like. So there you go. That's my take on Be My Eyes. Certainly has its place. Certainly has some potential. I would be mindful of what I was showing. And once again, I would be mindful of the fact that I'm connecting with a stranger anywhere in the world that I do not know. So you need to be mindful of that. There's a difference. When you're using a recognition app where a machine is trying to guess what you're looking at or reading, uh, I do not know if the app is peer-to-peer or if there's some sort of central server that all this junk is going through. I don't know if they're keeping uh, snapshots or uh, records, uh, you know, video logs, whatever. However, however, they're keeping track of what's going on between the two devices. Uh, so I'm I'm a little sketchy there. Um, I would even go so far as to say that it's even different than crowdsourcing where you have another person on the other end of the phone, such as TapTapSee, where you have a person on the other end of the computer slash phone slash whatever that is typing out what they see on your camera picture and then they send it back to you. Because you are using a real live camera feed... And you are possibly connecting to anyone anywhere in the world, and anything could happen when that camera goes live. Uh, there, there, you know, I could, I could see all kinds of problems with it, but I do see the good side of it, and I, I think I, I would possibly use it. I would just be very mindful of how I'm using this because this opens you up to a lot of potential stuff. I'm not saying it's bad, but just keep it in mind. So I'm not going to ramble anymore. Those are my thoughts. That's my first look at. Be My Eyes. And I think, for what it is, it's pretty neat. So thanks for listening, and uh, feel free to subscribe to my audio boo feed if you have not heard any more of my stuff, and, you know, go check out my boos if you hadn't heard any of my other stuff. I'm sure you'll find some stuff you like. So I hope you enjoyed it. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time.
5: Here at ACB Radio's main menu, we are always looking for feedback from our listeners. If you have any feedback about something that you have heard here on main menu, suggestions for things you would like to hear on future programs, or if you are able to record a product demonstration or interview for us, please get in contact with us by sending an email to mainmenu@acbradio.org. at That's mainmenu@acbradio.org. at You can also get in contact with us via Twitter. Our Twitter page is at www.twitter.com slash mainmenu, or you can follow at mainmenu with your favorite Twitter client. Finally, all of our contact information, past shows, and more can be found on our website at mainmenu.acbradio.org. Thank you for listening to Main Menu, and we look forward to hearing from you with your thoughts about our program.
6: Welcome to this quick demonstration of using QuickTime in Yosemite and of course that's OS 10, 10.10 with QuickTime to record the screen and audio output of your iPhone by simply plugging in your lightning cable to your Mac and of course they'll rent into your phone to do the recording of the screen and the audio and I thought I'd just show you how to do that now in this quick demo. So first of all, let me just go to my Applications folder on my Mac. Applications, now in
8: Applications, Window.
6: Okay, and I need to jump down to QuickTime.
8: QuickTime player data application.
6: And of course, I've already got my iPhone plugged in via the Lightning Cable. So let me open up QuickTime.
8: Open, QuickTime Player.
6: Now if I go to the Menu.
8: Menu Bar, Apple. QuickTime Player. File.
6: And choose File.
8: File, Menu, 14 Items
6: and come down one.
8: New movie recording, command option N. I
6: want to choose new movie recording, so I select that.
8: New movie recording, now in, movie recording, window. Start recording button.
6: Okay, so we're on start recording. Now if I just go to the left.
8: Full volume button.
6: That's full volume, and if I go to the left again. Zero
8: percent, volume
6: slider. Okay, you can tell when you first go into it, it's set at zero. Now the trick here is don't adjust that volume or turn it on full volume until you've actually selected the iPhone. Particularly if you're using the internal mic on your Mac, because you'll get a massive amounts of feedback. Okay, so let me go and select the iPhone camera and microphone to be a default recording source, because we want to record the iPhone. So if I go to the right, Full
8: volume button, start recording button, image, show capture device selection pop up, menu button.
6: Okay, show captured device pop up. So select that. Menu, nine items. Okay, menu. Okay, now if we come down, camera, damned. That's the camera heading.
8: Checkmark, FaceTime HD camera.
6: Okay, FaceTime HD camera, that's the Mac's camera.
8: iPhone. That's the iPhone's camera, so I select that. QuickTime player, no camera or scanner
6: selected. Then we get this image capture coming up for the iPhone, which I'm just going to ignore, so I'm going to Command-Tab back to QuickTime.
8: QuickTime player, movie recording, window, show capture device selection pop up, menu button.
6: Okay, so that was the iPhone camera. Now we've got to select the iPhone microphone. So i will go back into the capture device pop-up button again. Menu, nine items. Come down again. Camera dimmed. There's the camera heading. FaceTime HD camera. Check mark, iPhone. And we can now tell them we've got the iPhone selected. Microphone dimmed. Is the microphone heading. Check mark,
8: built-in microphone, internal microphone.
6: So built-in microphones currently checked, which is the internal mic on the Mac. Come down one more. iPhone. And we select the iPhone. Shield capture device selection popped up, menu button. And if you want to double-check it, go back into the menu. Menu, nine items.
8: Come down. Camera dimmed. Camera. Face high HD camera. Check mark, iPhone.
6: Okay, iPhone camera.
8: Microphone dimmed. Microphone. Built-in microphone. Internal microphone. Check mark, iPhone.
6: Okay, and iPhone's check for the mic as well. There's Escape.
8: Closing menu. Show capture device selection. Popped up menu button.
6: Okay, now if I come back to the left to the volume settings. Image.
8: Start recording button. Full volume button. Zero percent volume slider. Okay,
6: so at zero percent. So now if I set it to full. Full
8: volume button. Press full volume button.
6: Okay, and I grab my iPhone and just unlock it.
8: 10.02 a.m. Unlock button.
6: Okay, that's me actually using my iPhone. That audio is now coming through the Mac. So unlock it. Messages. So let we know it's recording both the screen and the audio from the iPhone because it's now coming through the Mac. So let's say I wanted to demonstrate how to turn reachability on and off on the iPhone six or six plus and it's six plus in my case all i have to now do is to go to recording start recording button select start recording press stop recording button okay and i'm going to flick through to settings
8: calendar photos camera clock 10 maps videos notes reminders stocks game center newsstand itunes store breaking news app store compass settings
6: Double tap on settings. Settings. Okay, and flick through down to general.
8: Airplane mode, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, cellular, personal hot carrier, notification controls, and do not disturb. General, but display and brightness, button. One too far. General, button. I think a
6: double tap on general.
8: General settings. Back button. Okay,
6: flick through to accessi- Flick through to accessibility.
8: General. Head about. But software. Up Siri. But spotlights Up and muffins, accessibility usage. But accessibility button.
6: Double tap. Accessibility.
8: General. Back button.
6: Flip through to the right.
8: Accessibility. Vision. Head voiceover. Zoom. Off, invert. Grace. Speed. Large. Bold. Button. Increase. Reduce. On. Slap. Hearing. Hearing. Elite. Mono. Phone. Left. Right. Adjust. Media. Video. Disc. Learning. Head guided app interaction. Switch. Control, assistive touch. Call audio routing. Home. Click. Speed. Reachability. Double tap. up Reachability. Off.
6: Okay, and turn it back on. On. Okay, or turn it off. Off. Okay, press the home button. Home. Settings. Okay, and I'm finished doing my recordings. Now if I just do video space I'm on quick time.
8: Press play slash pause, uncheck checkbox.
6: Okay, now I'm play slash pause and we can
8: play it back. Check, play slash pause, checkbox. Image, image capture. Table, no selection, calendar. Photos, camera, clock, 10, maps. Okay, that's Notes, me now playing back the audio stocks, from Game center, the iPhone. Of course, it's iTunes Store also being news, on app store, the Compass, Display, and Mac as well.
6: Con-
8: settings. Airplane mode, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, okay, cellular, personal hot carrier, notification controls center. Do not disturb, audio, general, app up of display, and iPhone. brightness
6: button. It's not picking general up button. My voice, as I've been talking during this recording, using Armadas on the Mac. General settings, back button.
8: General head so about button software I'll up series but spotlights and buffers accessibility an usage accessibility button app
6: or you want to get some feedback. Accessibility to general back button. Apple accessibility or you accessibility to show a vision friend, or Head. voiceover zoom how, on, invert race speed mouse. large Bold. button increase review
8: console hearing hearing elite motor phone left right adjust media video disc learning head guided app interaction switch control assistive touch call audio routing home click speed reachability double tap the reachability off On, off, home, settings.
6: Now, while that's been playing, it switched back to the image capture, which really irritates me. So I'm going to do Command-Tab to go back to QuickTime again.
8: QuickTime player, untitled, window, fast-forward button.
6: Of course, we can save that QuickTime movie. And of course, I can also share it to social media. Share button. I.E. email. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, etc. Okay, so let me just save it, for example. So I'm going to do Command S. So I'm going to save it. Saved.
8: interact with dialogue for window untitled.
6: And it's going to call it. Export as quick. Quick demo Demo of of. QuickTime.
8: QuickTime. Using Using
6: voiceover VoiceOver from from. iPhone. And then I'm just going to default it to my documents folder. Hit enter.
8: Saving, closing dialogue.
6: Okay, so it's saved. So if I quit QuickTime.
8: Image capture. Image capture. Window.
6: Come back to that silly image capture application. So then if I jump back to Finder.
8: Finder. Screen. Finder. Applications. Window. List view. Table. QuickTime player. That
6: was my iPhone locking. Go to my documents folder.
8: Documents. List view. Table. Type in Q. Quick demo of QuickTime using voiceover from iPhone. MLP QuickTime movie. Today 1009
6: M. Okay, and of course just press space bar. Calendar. And photos, now me camera,
8: through clock, ten, maps, movie, videos, notes, reminders, iPhone, stocks, game center,
6: to newsstand, iTunes store, iTunes store, breaking news, app
8: store, compass, on and off
6: settings, flexibility on the iPhone 6 or 6 plus, in settings, my case the 6 plus.
8: Airplane mode, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, cellular, personal hot carrier. notification control set. Do not disturb general. Display. Now in documents window.
6: And that completes this quick demonstration of how to extremely easily use QuickTime in Yosemite to record both screen and audio from your iPhone plugged into your Mac via the lightning cable. So as always, thanks for listening and bye for now.
0: That brings this week's edition of Main Menu to a close. If you would like to contact the Main Menu production team, please email us at mainmenu at acbradio.org. That's mainmenu at acbradio.org. We'll see all of you next week on the next edition of ACB Radio's Main Menu.